Hello there. This is CSW, creator of Incarnation Red. If you enjoy Incarnation Red and want to help keep it going, support the show on Patreon via the link listed in the episode notes down below. In return, you'll receive a variety of perks ranging from a monthly Q&A slash horror gaming livestream to a chance of having a mini-episode made based off of you and your fears released on the main RSS feed for everyone to hear. Additionally, all patrons receive access to an exclusive patron-only Discord server where you can chat with fans and myself, watch live streams of pre-release episode editing, and join in on regular horror movie nights. I rely on your support to keep the show going, so any amount, no matter how small, will help me bring you more scary stories more often. Link is in the episode notes down below. Additionally, if you are a fan of audio drama podcasts in general and want early access releases plus bonus content from Incarnation Red, absolutely sign up for Apollo Plus, a creator-owned platform where every subscriber helps audio fiction creators for just $10 a month. You can think of Apollo Plus almost as the Netflix of audio dramas, offering exclusive content, ad-free and early access releases, behind-the-scenes content, supercuts, and a whole, whole lot more, all by supporting the creators you already know and love. With Apollo Plus, 70% of the revenue goes directly to us creators and provides all of us, both creator and listener, with a place to enjoy the shows we love, such as Afflicted, 13, and of course Incarnation Red, and a whole, whole lot more. And of course, Hemophobia, my upcoming horror podcast, will be there too, so join Apollo Plus through the Apollo Podcasts app or by going to apollopods.com slash plus, that's P-L-U-S. Incarnation Red is a horror anthology podcast and thus contains material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You don't want to go in there all by yourself, do you? first thought was that this isn't me. I'm not this kind of person who, who can barely even be a person, can hardly even function without need of drugs or some kind of emotional anesthesia. I'm not the kind of person who needs to look up to the sky and invent some higher power or put myself in tune to the, the unknown movements of some pattern in the universe. This isn't me. But God, I can't sleep. I haven't been able to for weeks now, months even. And it's not from a lack of effort. Or a lack of need. God knows I'm practically falling asleep at the wheel every time I'm behind it, which admittedly isn't often anymore since I got put on sabbatical. And it's not restlessness either. I don't toss and turn, don't have any nightmares, and it's not like I have any excess energy, that's for sure. It's the first part of sleep. The step one. The thing that basically defines sleep at all. Closing my eyes. I can't do it. Not in bed, not out of bed. Not when the sun gets in my eyes, or when I'm washing my face in the shower. I can hardly even blink. And in bed, trying to lull myself into a relaxed state, well... 
I could think of no less relaxing thing to do than closing my eyes, my means of perception, my only line of defense from... from anything. It's strange, isn't it? How necessary closure of the eyes is to us. It's a necessity to voluntarily blind ourselves. It's a necessity to relieve our eyes of their defined task of seeing. It's crucial to our survival that we limit our perception of the things that threaten our survival, and that's where everybody asks, what? What things that threaten our survival? And I don't know how to reply. I don't know what started it either. There's just so many questions and so many ambiguities, it's suffocating. And the more they massed upon me, one finally came that asked, when I close my eyes, whether I'm looking at the sunrise or lying in my room at night, what am I closing them to? What is there that I can't see? And just like that, after years of being able to close my eyes just fine, I... I just couldn't. Not without the same question echoing back and forth from one end of my skull to the other. And even when they're open, it's more than that. It's that I can't see the next room in my apartment. It's the unseen space on the other side of the wall. It's the turning of a corner as it slowly unveils what lies on the other side of it, at its own sadistic pace. A friend suggested a psychiatrist. The psychiatrist suggested meds, and what I didn't take to that, he suggested a therapist. And then the therapist suggested... This. I gave it a shot. I tried to clear my mind, to, to let my thoughts be my thoughts without trying to alter them or whatever, and it sort of helped, I guess. But it didn't solve the problem at the root. It didn't take care of what's really costing me sleep. And, and sure, what that is seems to have a different answer depending on who you ask, and my therapist has just a league of possible theories, but as far as I'm concerned, it's seeing just how little I can see of what I can't see at all that has made me so damn broken. And the only solution to it that I could find... Well, it's not pleasant. I... I don't know how I'm going to do this. But it needs to be done. I've read all the pamphlets, all the sheets and handouts my therapist got me about... Meditation. I've got them all on the floor in front of me, for reference, I suppose. But the more important part, as well as the far more excruciating, is that I'm... I'm going to keep my eyes closed the entire time. No matter what happens, or how afraid I feel, or what I think I might be not seeing, I have to keep them closed. The whole time. Once I do that... Well... I guess it's all downhill from there, right? I cross my legs. Straighten my back. Look around my living room as if for one last time. I look at the clock. It reads 10.42 p.m. Outside, the day is long since dead and the residential streets are inactive, sleeping. 
Now is the perfect time, and I have no excuses not to. It's time. I gently relax my eyelids, make them numb just by effort of my mind, and let them fall gently down and slide over my corneas. And they're closed. could be a lot worse, I remind myself. I'm in my home. I'm safe. I don't have any reason to think... <laughs> I scold myself for opening my eyes, for looking over my shoulder when there's obviously nothing there. I thought I felt a breeze on my neck or something, but it's nothing. I close my eyes again, Try to put it past me. I mean, it's not like there's anything happening that I need to be seeing right now. At least that I know of. At least that I saw before closing my eyes or that I can hear right... Stop it. That's not how I should be thinking right now. Right now, I need to be attempting some kind of mindful state. Just letting my thoughts be my thoughts as they are. Not engaging, just observing. It's almost involuntary, I suppose. Just living with one's own thoughts, with one's own self. And really, it's something we all do all the time. It's just that now I'm doing so in a more focused, intentional manner. Intentionally unintentional. I guess there's the issue I've always had with it. It's having to actively bring yourself to inaction. Having to try not to try. Where's the peace in that? Where's the safety? Where's the readiness to defend? The preparation against something taking you by surprise? In an emotional sense, at least. But they say it brings peace. It brings a sense of well-being, a more balanced mind. Which is why I'm still sitting here, I guess. Why I still haven't opened my eyes, though I'm not sure I... My eyelids are poised to open, but I stop them. It was just a small noise. A neighbor or a pipe clanking. Nothing to be concerned about. And certainly not worth opening my eyes over. I am doing pretty well, after all. All things considered, I haven't sat still for this long with my eyes closed in months. It's funny just how much I feel that I'm seeing, now that my eyes are finally closed. It's... It's like that blackness aback my eyelids is such a rarity, something I've seen so little of for so long, and now that I'm looking it in the face, if it's not relaxing, it is at least relieving. Meditation aside, it's... A relief just to be here like this. Just sitting, quietly. Eyes closed, body disengaged. Mind closed to whatever is going on outside it. Whatever it might be.
whatever it might be. In the end, it's not too different from sleep, really. The only difference being that when you're asleep, you dream. I don't know what the equivalent would be. Thoughts, I suppose. Whatever I happen to be thinking and observing, as per mindfulness. Thinking and observing. I sit up straight. Take a deep breath. I tighten my eyelids, try to hone in on what I'm thinking in a passive way. I can't make it out perfectly. But in my thoughts is a shape. Almost like a never-ending black fractal. Maybe it's just the black space I'm seeing with closed eyes, but I feel like my thoughts are naturally drifting toward this shape, independent of my eyes. Like it's something I'm thinking about all the time, just without knowing it. And now, in a meditative state, I can see it clearly. At least, more clearly. There is still something about it that feels... unknowable. But I can still feel its presence inside me. I sit, alert, still. But my eyes are still closed. Because there's no reason to open them, right? It was just nothing sound. Something in the back of my ears, just some noise that my brain misinterpreted. I don't have a reason to open my eyes. None at all. And yet, mindfulness is suddenly much more difficult. I shake myself a little, run hands over my cheeks. I'm getting too in my head about it, but isn't that where I'm supposed to be preoccupied? Inside my head? And if I'm going to have my eyes closed, there's really only one place I can be looking. I thought that was the point of it all, the whole reason why I'm doing this. Shut your eyes and see type of thing. But now, when I shut my eyes and watch my thoughts, it's just a variety of uniquely terrible narratives. And this is supposed to help? I shake myself again. Paranoid thoughts be damned, I refuse to open my eyes. I take a deep breath, exhale it slowly, releasing the irrational thoughts with my breath. It's like breathing out smoke. I can picture the gust of... The, the, the gust of thin white smoke coming from my lips, puffing out through my nose and dissipating, leaving only the clarity of my thoughts in its departure, unclouded by, by any paranoid one, paranoid scenarios and, and, and theories of what may or may not be going on while my eyes are closed, of what things may or may not be here, that I can't see. I don't think about those things at all. I don't think about them because there isn't a reason to. Just like there isn't anything, anyone else in the room but me right now. Just like my heart isn't beating faster than I'm <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
because there is nothing there. There has to be nothing there. If I want to have any semblance of mental peace in the next month or year or lifetime, there is definitely nothing there. are shut. My eyes are still not open. I see you. I open my eyes and I see a black shape dart out of view around the corner into my kitchen. I stand up. I step slowly toward the kitchen. Then I turn the corner, and there's nothing there. The pamphlets didn't say anything about this. They never told me what to do with real fear. They never told me how to reach a sense of stillness when this happens. They never gave advice on what to do when you start hallucinating shit in your own home. No, of course not. They just repeat their mantra of detaching the mind from the feeling and becoming passive observational like hell. Detach my mind from what I'm feeling? It's it's the feeling that defines the mind. No, no, it's, it's the feeling that follows first. And when I try to go mind first, it slips up and makes things like this happen. These sheets, these handouts, they must not be tailored to someone like me. Namely, a crazy person. That's me, isn't it? It seems to be the one thing that everyone in my life is unanimous on. And I am having a hard time disagreeing with them. Because clearly there is something wrong with me. Isn't that a given? I thought that's why I needed meditation in the first place. After all, sane people don't do this. Sane people can endure closing their own eyes. Sane people are able to be at home, alone, and sleep just fine. Sane people don't see things that aren't there and go rambling around their apartment chasing something that isn't real! I slow myself, take a few breaths. Maybe I should go to bed, I think. But then it'd just be the same permanent openness of my eyes, the sweat and the shaking. And yet, a return to the meditation doesn't seem a viable option either. What is the mindful approach to this? Is there even one? I sit back down on the floor, cross my legs. If it is all in my mind, then I can think about this. I can ponder over it. If it is all in my head, and it is, then I figure there is safety in hypotheticals. I can still play mindfulness. I just, I just have to observe. Observe my own thoughts. No matter what they are. My brow is stung with sweat. My hands are still shaking in the fingers. I hold my head in my hands, even... Leave out.
Then I look up, return my hands to my lap, and with quivering difficulty, I close my eyes again. I feel fear. Why? Because of what happened last time. What happened? The sounds, the seeing things. What? What thing? With my eyes closed, it's somehow easier to remember it. To picture that black shape vanishing as quickly as I saw it. As if it had been waiting for me to look. What did it look like? It's as if I can picture it, yet I can't name any features. It was a shape. Was it a body? A body with arms, legs, a head? Did the head have a face? Did it have eyes? If so, was... Was it looking at me? Were the legs moving? And if so, did I hear them? Could... Could I hear them now? If, if it was here now, would... Would I hear it coming? I had seen it go into the kitchen, but when I looked inside, it wasn't there. So, where... where is it? In my mind. That's where I started this time. It's... it's in my mind. Which is why it wasn't in the kitchen. Why it isn't in the kitchen. Why it's not here now coming toward me from a direction I can't see, getting closer the longer I have my eyes closed. Which is why I can't hear its like... And, and I suppose I have to ask if it wasn't all in my head. If, if it wasn't a hallucination to begin with, what then? It's not in your head. And in the wake of that question, I feel calm. I can't feel my hands. I can't feel my face. I can't even feel my bare feet on the floor. In the absence of any other feeling, I find peace. And with that, the anxiety falls away like scales. Because if I can't feel anything, then I can't feel fear either. All because I finally, finally, Closed my eyes. Close. 
how strange it is that this whole time I was afraid to close my eyes. But now, the only thing that frightens me is the thought of opening them. Incarnation Red is created, written, narrated, and edited by CSW. The opening theme was written and performed by Annika Hansen. All music and sound effects used in this podcast are created in-house from scratch. For more information and regular updates, follow me on Twitter at CSW underscore horror, or visit my website CSWHorror.com, or like the show's Facebook page, Incarnation Red, as always, spelled R-E-A-D. For behind-the-scenes looks and other scary content, you can follow me on TikTok, or you can follow me on Instagram at Incarnation Red. Thank you for listening.